Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to a special edition of VP Live Talk Radio. Now, I know usually every Sunday night, Dino and I come on here and we have fun and we have various guests on and we have a good time and we laugh and, you know, that's not happening tonight. Tonight, that's not going to happen. In fact, tonight, Dino isn't even here. What I'm going to do tonight is uh, I want to use this time to educate vapors in the state of Connecticut as well as vendors in the state of Connecticut. In fact, I think vendors around the country will get some good information out of this show about what's going on in Connecticut and what they're trying to do. It's pretty bad, and if this legislation goes through, all of it the way it is right now, pretty much every vape shop is out of, well, not pretty much, every vape shop will be out of business, and vapors will be paying an outrageous syntax on e-liquid. This is terrible, and I want to discuss it, and I want to get into detail about it. I'm going to bring on Alex Clark from CASA. Jan's going to come on in a little bit. I'm also going to bring on somebody else. Uh, her name is Christine from Vapor9. She is one of the store owners in Connecticut, and she's been really instrumental in helping me and others you know, uh, get together. And I'm going to explain what we've been doing, which I think has been fantastic in the short amount of period of time that we've had. But let me bring on Christine first. Where is she? Let me give her a call. Here we go. There we go. This should work. Okay, I want to bring Christine on before I start any of this of this stuff. It's just crazy. It's crazy what's going on here. And I also want to talk about the meeting. This is Christine. Hello, Christine. How are you? Hello, I am well. How are you? I'm doing okay. I First, I want to thank you for joining us. This is Christine. She's from Vapor9, like I was explaining before. She's one of the uh, store owners in Connecticut, and she is also frightened by this horrific legislation that is coming up. And uh, first, I want to thank you, Christine, because you have been one of these owners that has been very, very helpful in trying to, you know, get stuff done. In fact, Christine arranged a meeting with the representative that brought up this horrific legislation. And I want to talk about that meeting because I found that very fascinating. But I think Christine and I both had different views on the result of that meeting. Would you agree? I think I think we do have different perspectives on how that meeting went. Yes. Um, I, I, you know, we never I did not go into that meeting anticipating that as, you know, four store owners and vapors that we would change his mind. That that to me is just unrealistic. So, yes, we have different perspectives. I'm going to let you start with yours, though. OK, well, before we do that, I want to bring on Alex first. Alex is from Casa uh, because I want to go over all of this stuff. Let me bring him on. Mr. Alex Clark, superstar Kasa. He should be on any second. Here he comes. Yes, I, I want, you know, there's a lot of qu- There he is. Alex, you there? I'm here. How's it going? How are you, sir? Good. That's good. Everybody's volume is low. I don't know what's going on. Okay, I'll just turn that up. Can okay. You better? I'm yeah, no, it's fine. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. So, uh, yeah, I, you know, I want to discuss what the legislation is and exactly what all of it means. But before I get into all that, because I don't think I talked to you about this, Alex, Christine, who's on the phone with us, she's one of the store owners in Connecticut. Uh, she managed to arrange a meeting with Representative Bob Godfrey. He is the representative that brought up this bill. 
So uh, we met with him. I think when we meet, we meet with him, Christine, on Monday. Tuesday. It was Tuesday. Yes. So we met with him on Tuesday. Yep. We met with him on Tuesday. It was my, my, myself. It was Christine. It was uh, April from uh, Northeast Vapors and Nick from Smooth Vapors. So we go there, and uh, <laughs> I gotta say, it was very interesting. Um, you know, in the beginning, we were talking with him. And we thought maybe we might be getting somewhere like we were talking about the flavors. And uh, he's like, you know, we're explaining to him why flavors are so important. And he's seeming like, yeah, you know, we can work on that. And, uh, you know, then we're talking about the labeling, the ridiculous thing with the labels. And he's like, well, I just want something that states what's in it. And and we're showing him a bottle of the liquid and we're like, well, the labels are like that now. And he's like thinking, OK, we could work on that. I'm, I'm thinking, OK, this this may not be that bad, right? So I say to him, I say, well, Mr. Godfrey, I have a concern about you guys wanting to um, label electronic cigarettes as a tobacco product, because I'm afraid that by doing that, that it could lead to a uh, syntax. And he looked at us, Alex, and he said, oh, absolutely. He said, that's next. And then after he said Uh. that, he looked at us and said, looked right at us. This is a quote. I need money. <laughs> we all looked at each other like, I can't believe he's saying this. I mean, it was unbelievable what he was saying. And so at that point, I knew we were fucking doomed. And then, you know, just from there, it, it went downhill. Um, I don't think we got anywhere with this guy. I don't think he could have given a shit about anything we were saying. I think he's only doing but this. Kevin. Yes. Kevin, do you respect the fact that he came out and said that? Because he just said something that we all know. I mean, you'd have to be stupid to think that these legislators in any state or even on the federal level aren't going to go after this for the sin taxes. Sin taxes and cigarettes are huge. We're billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars every year on this. So that is going to leave such a huge gap. I mean, for us to sit here and think that that isn't coming is just foolish. I'm just being a realist. Well, I, I like to avoid all taxes, of course. I'm a conservative Republican. Don't tax me on anything. But at the end of the day, even though I vehemently disagree with Godfrey on these things, I got to say I respect him for coming out and just saying it. I, I think he's a complete. I think. Blank. I think he's a complete idiot for saying it because I'll tell you what. I am certainly going to have that in my testimony. I'm going to let that public health committee uh, know that Mr. Godfrey isn't doing this because he's concerned about children getting e-cigarettes or he's concerned about uh, uh, whether there's anything harmful in the, in the e-liquid. None of that. The only reason he's doing this is because he wants to syntax it. I'm going to make damn fucking sure they know that, that it has nothing to do with, with any of the bullshit he's spewing. And let me tell you something, Alex. You want to know who went in there and filled his head with fucking bull? Guess what group went in there and filled his head with all this bullshit? Take a guess, Alex. I think I've got a list to choose from. <laughs> so, uh, Campaign for Tobacco for Kids. You want the acronym? Um, ANR. I it, I, 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 it was the American Lung Association. They went in there and filled this out with this bullshit. Now, I want to play. I, I'm hoping there's people from Connecticut listening to this because I want vapors to hear what's going to happen on Wednesday. This is an example. This is actually this is audio from Michael Sealback. He is from the American Lung Association. And this is when he spoke in New York City last year when they were trying to do the uh, uh, indoor ban. I have his testimony. I want to play this because I want people to hear 
exactly what this ALA has to say. I, I just want them to be prepared to, to see what they're going to hear. This is Michael Seaback from the American Lung Association speaking at last year's New York City uh, hearing. Good morning. My name is Michael Seelback, and I'm the Vice President for Public Policy and Communications for the American Lung Association of the Northeast. Thank you, Chairwoman Arroyo and members of the committee for this important hearing. The American Lung Association is very concerned that we don't know what's in e-cigarettes or what the health consequences of them might be. The Lung Association is troubled that they may be starting kids on the path of a lifetime nicotine addiction. And in addition to the local laws discussed here, we're calling on the Obama administration to take action. E-cigarettes are often available in flavors that may appeal to children and teens, including cotton candy, bubblegum, chocolate, strawberry, and mint. Additionally, the e-cigarette industry is using Big Tobacco's playbook when it comes to marketing their products. We see ads making their products appear sexy and cool. We see ads telling smokers to revolt against being pushed outside and urging them to use e-cigarettes indoors. We see celebrity endorsers, implied health claims, discounting, and couponing. Recent data, as you heard from the CDC, shows youth usage has doubled in the last year. And of those youth, 76% of those kids are also using tobacco as well. As you've heard, the FDA did an initial study and found toxic levels of cancer-causing chemicals. Uh, we've seen the initial studies that show there's formaldehyde, benzene, and carcinogens in secondhand e-cigarette emissions. You've heard a lot from vocal advocates of e-cigarette use today, but let's be clear on a few things. One. The FDA has not approved e-cigarettes as a safe or effective method to help smokers quit. There are seven therapies approved by the U.S. FDA in combination with uh, counseling that are the most effective ways to help smokers quit. Until and unless the FDA approves a specific e-cigarette for use as a tobacco cessation aid, the Lung Association does not support any direct or implied claims that e-cigarettes help smokers quit. Two, this legislation will not prohibit New Yorkers from using this product. It will simply replicate our existing smoke-free law and ask them to use the product in places where traditional smoking is permitted. Three, none of the health claims, direct or implied, that you defer today have been verified by the FDA, the CDC, or any other federal health agency. You've heard today about the users uh, using advanced technologies, but we know that more and more we're seeing all kinds of these products, whether they're e-cigarettes, e-hookahs, e-cigars, or blue, red, or any other color, they're increasing in use and we don't know what's in them. We've heard some arguments about the health of these products, that it's just water vapor or that it dissipates in the air. Blue is owned by Lorillard. They were out there saying that we should look at their Lorillard studies. Well, the Lung Association has gone toe-to-toe -to -toe for decades against big tobacco in that industry. I hope that this council will once again choose to protect public health and listen to those that understand that these products have not been proven safe. They're, you're well within your right to regulate them and to permit their use where traditional smoking is permitted. Thanks. Now, see, there's something interesting you said in there, and, and I was trying to explain that to Mr. Uh, Godfrey as well, Representative Godfrey. I said, you know, uh, the, the Big Tobacco is, 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 number one, nothing we sell in any of our stores comes from Big Tobacco. Nothing. I said, Big Tobacco is not our friend. He's like, oh, yes, they are. I, mean, he really, I was just like, no, he, he just wasn't hearing anything. But you heard that. That's what you're going to hear on Wednesday. You're going to hear a lot of that, not just from the American Lung Association, from many, many other organizations. It's going to be it, – it, it drives you nuts. I've sat through these things. It drives you crazy hearing some of this stuff. So – 
The first, well, hang on, Jan's here. I want to pick up on Jan. Jan, you there? I'm here. Hey, thank you for coming on. Hello? Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Oh, no problem. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, great. Um, yeah, okay, so what I want to do first, I want to start from the beginning. So, Alex, there's three bills, right, that, that are on the table here. Okay, the first one is HB, four, uh, HB 5449. What is that bill? Um, 5449, actually, is, can you change your audio? I'm, I'm hearing myself get an echo. It's really weird. It'll go away in 10 seconds. <laughs> I just picked up on Jan. It's going to go away. I promise. It'll go away. Okay, cool. Um, so 5449 is the uh, indoor use ban. That's that's all that does. It redefines smoking to include the use of electronic cigarettes. Okay, so you won't be able to use uh, e-cigarettes in, in any, anywhere where smoking pretty much is uh, not permitted. You can't use e-cigarettes. Correct. Okay. Now, HB 6290, what is that, Bill? Um, these are advertising restrictions. Uh, I, the thing about these Connecticut bills is they're sort of still in this kind of weird proposal-type language phase. Um, so it's not very clear what what each of them actually does. Um, but this one, the best we can kind of put together is Connecticut wants to subject um, e-cigarette advertising to the same rules that regular cigarettes are subjected to, um, which those are regulations that are laid out in the master settlement agreement. Um, Connecticut doesn't actually have any state advertising restrictions on any tobacco products. Mm -hmm. Uh, So all of this is just coming from the NSA. So I'm not exactly sure how they're going to do that. Obviously, like I said, we haven't seen any official language for these things um so it's a bit of a weird one um but still yeah it's it would essentially uh just you know no no television no radio uh you would probably not be able to do coupons or you know uh, coupon codes um i would assume they would try to apply you know any kind of online type advertising restrictions um and i not familiar with, uh, like I said, there's no, it doesn't look like there's any advertising restrictions at the state level in the code. Um, but if you have things in, in, in shops saying that like you can't put a big sign on the front window or, you know, weird laws like that, um, that would obviously affect e-cigarette paper products. Now, now that's interesting. So when it comes to the state of Connecticut, there's really no set law for cigarette advertising? I, I didn't see anything. And, you know, most of the advertising restrictions on tobacco comes from the master settlement agreement. Okay. Um, so that's sort of, you know, federal level stuff. If states have, uh, states obviously have the option to uh, impose more restrictions um, than, than, you know, what's uh, uh, put together at the federal level. Um but then, of course, you know, depending on how far they go, you start getting into, you know, First Amendment. And uh, I think a couple of places, New York City might have uh, run into problems with that. Um, so so that's interesting. So, like, if like if, if HB 6290 went through, it could be that we couldn't offer coupons. We couldn't even put signs in our window. Like, for example, 
uh, at Vapor Venue, we have a sign that's out by the uh, parking lot. You know, this is, you know, Vapor Venue, and it shows an arrow showing where we are. We couldn't even have, there's a possibility we couldn't even have that. Because that's advertising. It's a yeah, it's a possibility. It really depends on, again, you know, one of the reasons why we, Kassah, were, were kind of late to getting a call to action out for Connecticut was because what we're seeing, what you can find on the state's website is it doesn't look like the language of a bill. It's sort of worded in a way. It's like, we're going to do this. Uh, so there's, there's a lot of intent there, but nothing that nothing that really puts any language into the code. So I, Connecticut seems to be a bit of a, an anomaly as far as the states go. Uh, and, you know, I'm looking at all these bills, and this is the only state that has it written up like this. Um, so, yeah, it, it could turn into something specific where they, you know, specifically say, uh, you know, no billboards, no print advertising, uh, stuff like that. It just, I guess if you're going to look for guidelines or see what they might be proposing, just look at what uh, you would see in a regular old tobacco shop or in convenience stores, um, those things so, I would assume that's what they want to apply to vapor products. So, so the bills pretty much look like look like they're written up by a kindergartner. I don't know what the legislative protocol or process is, or you know, in Connecticut as far as like I said, this is different than other states. Everybody's got. A little bit of different flavor to how their uh, bills look when they're introduced. So, right. Um, but from a subject, you know, matter perspective, yes, absolutely. This was um, written by people who don't know what they're talking about. Right. Now, <laughs> the uh, the third one, which is the the big one, is uh, HB sixty two eighty three. What does that entail? Sixty two eighty three. This is a monster. <laughs> 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 well, this is the one that. Uh, I suspect, we suspect, would subject vapor products to the state's uh, 50% wholesale tax on uh, other tobacco products. I believe I have the, the code written up here. Um, so, yeah, this is from the code. It's the tax on tobacco products and snuff tobacco products. Um, I suspect that by redefining vapor products as tobacco products, uh, they would be able to easily apply the state's 50% wholesale tax uh, to to vapor products. Um, of course, you know, it's kind of funny to have somebody, you know, if they really wanted to make a whole lot of money off of vapor products, then they wouldn't go after flavors um, because that alone would just destroy the industry in, in Connecticut. And really the only people that would be able to survive would be the the Sigalikes, um, which is dominated by by the large tobacco companies. Um, so uh, you know another argument that you can you can uh, you can give at, at the hearing or in your your emails or phone calls is that uh, HB sixty two eighty three uh, actually gives the advantage to the large tobacco companies, um, and uh, so. And see, and that's not, and that's what I'm not. Sh I, I'm not sure if Godfrey is wanting to do this because he's wanting to destroy 
uh, the e-cigarette industry and put all the stores out of business so that people, and I think in his mind, will start buying cigarettes again and they'll get some of that syntax money back. Or I'm not sure if he thinks, well, because when he was debating about, it seemed like, you know, he was fine with, I don't know, maybe he really does with all these stores now, people buying e-cigarettes, maybe he wants it to stay around and he just wants to syntax it because it was interesting. He told us, I, I, I said, why would you want to syntax a product that keeps people off cigarettes? You see, you just kept on saying nicotine. They have nicotine. But but at one point, he said the syntax would be the equivalent, the same, uh, the e-cigarette tax, it would be the same as buying a pack of cigarettes. How the hell are they going to figure that out? I, I, <laughs> it's a- well, that's that's what they're doing in Ohio. They, they figured out the, the pack equivalency there to be um, – I think two milliliters equals a pack of cigarettes, uh-huh. um, which is insane. Yeah, <laughs> which would it's crazy. add like twenty yeah, to thirty dollars yeah. on a thirty milliliter bottle. That's just outrageous. Um, yeah, tax parity with with traditional cigarettes is absolutely irresponsible. Um, there's just no other way to put that. Well, we were told here that uh, remember, Christine, we were told here that they wanted to add three dollars per milliliter. Per milliliter. <laughs> so, so a fucking okay. So right now, like, uh, say a, a thirty mil bottle of e liquid is twenty bucks. A thirty mil bottle of e liquid would cost a hundred and ten dollars. <laughs> it's insane. Like, I That's know, absolutely insane. And and I don't know. So again, I don't know if he's thinking. Well, people will. I don't know if he's doing it to put us out of business, or if he thinks that he can just make up some of the syntax money lost from from cigarettes. I have no idea. I, I don't know what they're thinking. All I do know is that this is a public health health hearing. This is the public health committee we're speaking to, and I'm thinking that they shouldn't care about money. They should be just concerned with our health, and driving thousands of Connecticut residents back to smoking is obviously not good for public health, but I, I've all, I was also told that, well, they do consider the money aspect of it, too, so I, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. And I know we have a lot of new public health committee uh, members this year. Last year, we had a great public health committee. We would go there. We would speak. They listened to Greg. They wanted science and evidence, and the antis didn't have it, and and everything went great. But these are all new people this year. I don't know. And this cocksucker, fucking Godfrey, seems pretty goddamn confident and arrogant about this. Like, you know, it's just going to happen. And he seems very excited at at the prospect of having a syntax. Um. So uh, I, I don't know. Now, Jan, I, I want to ask you a question because I think there's I think there's going to be a fair amount of vapors that go. Unfortunately, I don't think a whole lot of them are going to speak. But for the ones that are going right. to speak, that want to give a testimony. Now, for anybody, for you to understand, you have three minutes. They'll give you three minutes to give your testimony. What should they talk about? What, what, what should they say to the public health committee? I mean, is there some tips you can give them to help them on what they should be saying in their testimonies? You should tell them the truth. You should tell them your story. Uh, if you've stopped smoking, tell them about that. If you have a little bit of extra money to help your family out, you should tell them that. Um, you should just tell them about all the positive aspects that vaping has bought into your life. And you should 
I would assume, be very unhappy with the health committee for trying to tax the bejesus out of one of the only things that's worked to help you stop smoking. And (laughs) they're killing people. This will kill people. It's so irresponsible. It's disgusting. And I can say this just as me. It's not something I should be saying as one of the board members of CASA, but this decision will kill people. If you don't show up and you don't speak and you don't try to sway them, what they're going to do is not just going to put people out of business. It's going to kill people. Right. I, I can't state that enough. Right. And, and you know, I, I, I want them to, I, I wanted him to understand, too, um, I think he thinks like this is just a bunch of young people doing this. Um, you know, he had asked, I don't know if he asked or if I told him, I think he, I think I told him, I said, you know, our average customer is between 35 and 55 years old. And he seemed kind of shocked by that. But that's true. You know, this is not a bun- uh, bunch of kids doing this. This is not a bunch of underage kids and we're trying to hook them on, on fucking nicotine, which is, so they go smoke cigarettes, which is just ridiculous. Uh, I, I want to explain, actually, to uh, you, Jan, and Alex, both, and everybody listening, especially people in Connecticut, especially vendors, especially vendors, what we've been doing. Now, when this proposed legislation, I first saw it, obviously, I fucking panicked. This is going to, I'm going to lose my job. If this goes through, store's over, I'm done. I'm out of a job. That's, that's scary shit. Um, you know, it, it, all, all, not only that, I mean, all stores are gone. They're just gone. And then e-liquid could be priced so high, how am I going to afford to vape anymore? This whole thing's just been completely terrifying to me. So the first thing I did, this is the first thing I did. I located every store that I could in Connecticut, and I called them all. I called every single one. I said, listen, this is what's going on. This is this legislation. I'm explaining to them what it's, what it's going to do. I told them, I said, I want to band together. I don't know what we can do yet, but we need to do something Let's just band together. I mean, something. We got to do something. Uh, I would say most of the stores were receptive. Uh, Some of them never returned my call. I guess they don't care. But I had a good amount of stores that were receptive, and they were on the same page. So then uh, I saw that um, April from Northeast Vapors, she she actually started a Facebook group. I don't know how long ago, but she started this page just for store owners, which is fantastic. Because like a lot of the store owners are on there. And I saw that you know she was trying to get them going, which was great. I, I got in contact with her. Then Christine was getting fired up. I got in contact with her. And uh, what we ended up doing was, uh, well, first what I did was I contacted Greg Connolly. And I asked if Greg would do a conference call with all of us. Because my thoughts at this juncture were we need a lobbyist, and we need one now. It's an ALA lobbyist that started this fucking bullshit. Godfrey also told us that a tobacco lobbyist was in there, you know, filling his fucking ear up. We need a lobbyist. So I wanted uh, Greg to see if he could find us a lobbyist and have a conference call with other store owners and talk about this. We, I think, Christine, what we have, like 14? I think that first call, we had like 14 store owners on there, right? Yeah, there, I think there were 14 or 15. Yeah, there was like 14 or 15 stores. It was great. Uh, because Connecticut's not that big. I think maybe totals there's 25, 26 stores. So that's a good amount of stores. And I think the call went very well. 
And then what we did after that was um, we got in touch with uh, Cynthia Cabrera from Safada because Greg had explained to us probably the easiest and fastest way for you guys to get something together is you all become members of Safada. Then what Safada can do is they start a chapter. So they're going to start a Connecticut chapter. And then what happens is, is once you have a chapter, then we can all you know pool our money together. We give it to Safada. Then Safada signs a contract. They get the lobbyist, and then you know they, they get the lobbyist going, and they work with the lobbyist, which is great. You know, like she said, you guys, you know, you, you're busy. You're running your businesses. You're running your stores. We work with the lobbyists. We educate them. We give them the information they need. They work together. So that's what we did. We we pulled, We had a call with her. There was a lot of stores on for that call. We you know we're, we're all coming together now. It's been great. But since that call, it's 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 starting to fall apart a little bit. <laughs> Not as many store owners had said they were going to do this or doing it. I think maybe what was it, Christine? Seven stores actually. Seven, it's- falling apart it's just not moving as fast as you want it to well no I mean, the, the, it we, is... we are obviously two very passionate people about what we do and we jumped right on it and did what we had to do you know other people might take a few days so um you know we're going to keep working it you know april's been physically she's had time to physically hit the road she's she's visited a half a dozen vape shops you know, and you and I can talk more and get together and, and go there in person. Yeah, and we're gonna and, 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 that, and I was gonna bring people along. I was gonna bring that up. It, you know, that's another thing too. Like, it, it, right? April actually went to some of these vape shops to talk to them, and a couple of them gave her excuses. Um, so, what I want to do now is Christine and I are going to take a day, and we're gonna go to every fucking vape shop that there is. And I'm and I'm telling you, Jan, I'm gonna walk in there with my computer. I'm going to explain to them exactly what's going on, you know, what what we should be doing, and I will sit there and I will help them sign up. It takes 2 seconds to become a Safada member and 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 hopefully they get on board and do something. Will everyone do it? Probably not. But I'm going to do my fucking damnedest to get as many on board as possible. Uh, you know, it just baffles my fucking mind how a business just wouldn't care. If this goes through, they're out of business. How do they not realize that? And just not, or they have, maybe, I don't know, maybe they have this attitude of, well, everybody else would do something, so fuck that. I don't know what it is, but I, I can tell you, by going through this experience, it is unbelievably frustrating. Very frustrating. But Kevin, in, in one week, as, as much as you're frustrated, in one week, We've gotten 10 stores together on board, you know, which six months ago, some of us were vying, you know, competitively over customers, you know, in our small, tiny state over here. Right. And now we are working together as a team. We understand what's at stake. We have a much more pleasant environment. You know, now we, we have a platform, you know, thank God for Safada giving us this, this platform. It's, we have an organized foundation of how we're going to move forward it's not just you and me going into some store and saying hey give me money for a lobbyist i mean that sounds kind of shady now we're organized now we have a mission and we have that solid foundation and we have a great presentation to give people so now you know in the weeks to come we, we have that and this is just the beginning of the process all of these bills are just starting you know at the at the public health committee hearing you know it still has to whatever makes it through that hearing still has a very long process to go through before it even gets to law 
So, yeah, time is of the essence. Yeah, we got to get on the ball. Yeah, we got to raise the funds. Yeah, we got to get store owners on board. But it doesn't have to be done by Wednesday. You know, we need to do our due diligence, and we need to keep moving forward at a good pace here. But we do have time to coordinate people and educate them, the store owners, and let them understand what's at risk here. You know, especially after Wednesday, when we find out the outcome of what happens on Wednesday, the stakes may even be higher for us. And that might even be more ammunition to urge other store owners to join us even quicker. Right, right. So I think we've accomplished a lot, Kevin. We have. I mean, I know you're stressed out, and it would be great to have this done, all of it, yesterday, and just be ready to go and clobber them and let them have it. But we really have kind of moved a mountain in a week's time, if you think about it. Because a week ago, we were not disorganized. We simply weren't. And, and you know, there's something else I want to bring up, too. I, I have to bring this up. Casa has this – you can explain what it is, Alex. All I know is all week – Customers have been coming into the store, right? This is what we've been doing. Customers come in. Yeah. I say to them, I say, listen, you want 10% off your purchase? They go, absolutely. I say, sit down with me for 60 seconds. That's all it's going to take. I just need some information. I go to that CASA call to action page. I click on that, send an email. I, I put their uh, information and name, address, phone number, blah, 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 this and that, everything else. Anything they want to add to whatever the email I, I add, I do it for them. I'm typing it for them. They just tell me. Yep. I we did type. That too. Yep, I send it, and it's and we what sent it, hundreds of emails. We gave out more free juice this week than ever since our store opened. Yeah, and it's great. Every, you know, every email they send to a legislator, they get about a ten mil free. Yeah, we we've done hundreds too, and and what's awesome is yeah. is it'll send it to that wherever that person lives in the in whatever town, it'll send it to their representative. It's the greatest thing ever. It was so simple to do, and. Alex, explain what that is in case there's other vendors out there that are going through this. I'm sure there are. Explain to them what, what this, 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 whatever you're using that does that because it's the best thing ever. Um, well, first of all, it looks like you've added about 200 members to our rosters in Connecticut. I'm getting that weird. Yay! <laughs> um, so, uh, Okay, good. It's gone. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, what it is is that uh, we use a program called CQ Roll Call, and uh, we provide a, a pre-written, fully editable uh, email that, that people can send to their lawmakers, and it connects you directly with your lawmaker, not just a random you know, group of people. Um, sometimes I can set it up to have it go towards the specific committee. Uh, I'd have to sit here and be all distracted and, and look and see how we have this set up. Um, but uh, so, yeah, and it, it, like you said, it takes about a minute uh, and uh, people can just enter in their personal information and hit send or add their story. And once you do that, uh, you're in our email database. So the next time we need to issue an update or another Connecticut or federal level call to action, uh, everybody in our database gets a message and can take action right there. Um, and I want to say I think what you're doing is fantastic. And uh, every one of these events where I have the opportunity to speak in front of a group of vendors or industry in general, it, it's really I, – I, I guess I should ask you, how simple was it to set this up? It was very, very simple. I, I What I did was I set up my laptop right next to the cash register – 
And when people came to, uh, you know, check out to, to pay for their uh, products, I just simply said, hey, would you like 10% off? And they said, oh, who says no to that? They go, yeah. <laughs> and I said, okay, <laughs> just give me some information. I explained to what it is. We're emailing representatives. You know, most vapors that came to the store know what's going on with, with the, with the legis- you know, with what's coming up with the current legislation. So it was very, very simple to do. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that, that's how we did it because I know some stores want to set up a computer and, oh, you can go sit down. That's not going to happen. Uh, they're not going to do it. You, you literally have to – if you ask them just for some all that information and you do it for them, they will do it. You can't count on them to sit down and do it. You know, I know it's just not going to happen. So that's really the way it needs to be done, and it was so effective. It works really, really good. And, uh, yeah, that's – I, right, Christine? Is that did you do it the same we, way? We also we took it one step further. I, I actually printed out a list of all of the um, representatives and senators in the state of Connecticut, and I put them in order by numerically in order by district. And then I took all the names on these bills, and then I highlighted them in orange highlighter, kind of like my little hit list. Okay, like these are the jerk offs that are agreeing with this stuff already. So when I had when someone, you know, signed up in my store to get their free bottle of juice, I said, all right, let's see who your people are. And if one of their one of their representatives or senators was actually a person on that list, we gave them special treatment. And then we, we took an index card and wrote out that person, you know, that individual's email address, phone contact, and we gave them more free juice. And we're like, listen, you really need to call this person. You really need to send emails, send snail mail. You need to bombard this person with constant correspondence because this this exact individual right here is the one creating this garbage. So at this point, when a legislative session is open, because they get the legislators get so much correspondence from their constituents, they only really respond to their constituents within their district. So if I were to contact one of these people that is not my representative, they will probably not respond to me. That's not really rude. That's kind of protocol because there's just not enough time in the day to respond to everybody. So they prioritize by responding and, and addressing and dealing with their, their you know constituents from their district. So as soon as we came across any customers that actually live in the districts of those individuals, Oh my gosh, we were all over them. Like, oh, more juice for you, honey. You got more work to do. That's excellent. That is a see, see, Alex, isn't this great? <laughs> it's, it, I it mean, is I, great. But I, it's like I said, I wish I saw this all over the country. I mean, I, I know, I know, I, I tend to have a negative. T- I do get frustrated with some of the stores and. And thank God for Christine, because she's right. I, I, I do kind of forget the positive. We have a lot of stores on board. Um, we have banded together, which is fantastic. You know, we're, we're, we're working together, which is really, really great. I mean, we, we, and again, Connecticut's not a big state. I mean, Connecticut's a very, very small state. I mean, pretty much, if you have a shop in Connecticut, we're all competitors. because <laughs> it's so small. But we're all, that, that's being put aside. And uh, it... it it really is. It really is a wonderful thing. But but let me ask you this, Alex. Mm-hmm. Um, I I just think it's very important that states have uh, vendors get together and and have a lobbyist. How important is it to have a lobbyist? Um, well, yeah. As you were talking, I was just thinking about this. You know, one of the things that you can probably tell your vendor friends in Connecticut, um, if 
if we think that any of this is going away, uh, we are being naive. Um, <clears throat> just because we defeat a tax bill this year doesn't mean it's not coming back. Just because we defeat an indoor use ban doesn't mean it's not coming back. Uh, you know, one of the things about this industry being here to stay is that it will be under constant attack. Um, and so that is one of the big values of retaining a lobbyist uh, is that they're going to be able to, they're going to have that access to lawmakers on your behalf uh, for a long period of time, um, which is just, you know, I, I, I would love to think we live in a perfect world and that, you know, people have all the access they want to their lawmakers and, and know them on a first name basis. Uh, but that's just not the case. You guys have to look after your shop. Uh, the rest of us all have lives. And, um, you know, a lobbyist is paid to be that, you know, relationship for you. Right. And, and what Cynthia was explaining, too, like when she was talking about the lobbyist, um, she's saying, you know, one of the one of the first things that she should probably do is really they, they should be waiting to see what the FDA is going to do. And I mentioned that to uh, uh, Godfrey, too. I said, don't you think we should wait to see what the FDA is going to do? And he he said something to the effect of, oh, what if they don't do anything? Of course they're going to do something. I mean, that, that, that's just ridiculous. No, he, he, did, he acknowledged that. He, he did acknowledge that, that he was waiting and that he anticipated the FDA making coming out with something by midsummer. However, I think what you're referring to is when he said, the federal government being dysfunctional and they're super slow. And if right. we wait for them, nothing will ever happen. Yes. Yes. But he, he did, he did agree with us and he did prefer, I mean, you can't, you know, you can't have, you know, the drinking age be one age in one state and have all, you know, everyone two years younger hopping over the line to drink in another state. It's just kind of ridiculous. I just think even with vaping, I mean, even right now, you, in, you know, in the borough of Manhattan, it's 21, the whole state of Utah, it's 19. You know, now here in Connecticut, it's 18. I just think that gets ridiculous. If we're going to pick an age, pick a freaking age and stick with it. Yep. You know, I, I it gets kind of silly. I think something should just simply be at the federal level, and I, I think some of this is one is one of them. You know, so I, yeah, I mean, he, he did seem on board a little bit with that. But he wasn't going to admit it. I think a lot of it was saving face, too. Did you really expect him to sit there and be like, God, you guys are right. I see the light now. I was so mistaken. And, you know, you know we can't say what he might be thinking. He may be rethinking this. Uh, you know, he wasn't going to admit that to us. No, he it, wasn't. It just, he, he obviously had a hang up with nicotine. He wouldn't listen to that at all. We, I said, why would you want to, uh, uh, um, you know, put a syntax on a product that, that's keeping people off cigarettes? It has nicotine. That was his answer. It has nicotine. It has nicotine. And I don't know which one of you try to explain to me. Well, it's not the nicotine in cigarettes. Oh, it doesn't matter. It has nicotine. And mind you, Alex, this guy is a cigar smoker and a pipe smoker. <laughs> he taught us he smokes cigars and pipes. I'm like, oh, my God. And, and you know, Christine's trying to explain the, the whole addiction uh, with nicotine and addiction thing. Uh, he just didn't really, I don't know. He seemed to tune out to that. I mean. Well, I think he gets it. Um, he clearly gets addiction. And he's probably more addicted to his pipe and his cigar than he admitted to us. I think he clearly gets addiction. You know, and if, if I saw anything, it was his own personal wall of denial going up. You know, that's his little feel-good, oh, no, we need to protect the kids so they don't end up like me. You know, I mean, that's the vibe I got. 
Yeah, I don't know. Well, it's, with the nicotine thing, since it has since since it has nicotine in it, is he going to do the same to patches and gums? I asked nicotine him that. In them? I asked. Addictive. That's what I said. I said, "Are you going to syntax patches and gums too?" And then he said, "What did he say, Christine?" To that, I don't remember what he said to that. He, he kept he kept referring to you know I can't remember word for word verbatim, but he multiple times referred to whenever we mentioned anything about any other form of smoking cessation, the patches and the gums or whatever. He kept referring to well, the way to do it is to go you know seek seek help through your doctor. You know there are there are preferred approved methods, you know, that you can get through your doctor. FDA approved. And I'm, you know, I'm thinking, FDA yeah, approved. It sounds, right. You know, I'm sounds like he had the authorities, and none of those work. Sounds like it sounds like he had someone from the ALA crawl up his butt. He did. That's <laughs> who it was. Like oh no, he did. He and when we did. when I asked him point blank in the beginning where he got where that bill came from, like where tell me where you're coming from, tell me where this this bill came from. Tell me your perspective. He came right out and basically told him, the ALA told him this crap. That, that's exactly <laughs> what he said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the, like the, language, the, language, the language exempting uh, patches and gums from any of this nonsense is, is, is pretty much boilerplate at this point. Um, it's, you know, it's already yeah. in there. <laughs> yeah, so we, we've got a, a, a tough road ahead of us. Uh, but, but, you know, and, and there was some positive... I, I hate to say this because I don't want any vapors out there to hear this and think, oh, that's great. We don't have to do anything because that's not true. We do have to do something. But because th- this is not like set in stone. This is just what was told to me. I have, we had a guy come into our store. He's from the Organization for Entre- Entrepreneurial Development. And he said that they're going to be going to testify on in favor of us on Wednesday because – Again, his organization is against any sort of legislation that would destroy small business. And they see that this legislation would destroy pretty much, would just, just put all vape shops out of business. So uh, they're on our side. Right. And what he was saying was, is he was saying that after, let's say that this passes through the health committee. He said it will go next to the finance committee. Now, he said the good thing about that is the head of the finance committee is a Republican and he is very against any sort of legislation that would destroy small business. So you do have a friend when, when it comes to that. That doesn't mean it's going to go there and he's going to say, nope, and it's shut it down. It's all over. I mean, he's just saying that, that you know, this guy is, is on our side and, and, and you know, it, it's obviously going to help. But that doesn't mean that, that it, would, it could very well pass through the Finance Committee and then it goes to the, uh, what, the Senate or wherever it goes and then goes to the governor's office. So... That's a good sign, but that doesn't mean, you know, we're in the clear by any means. And he told me that, too. He said, that does not mean you're in the clear. You know, he, he expressed, and this is what Nick from Smooth, Smooth Vapors has been doing. You know, he said you should invite your local representative to your store and sit down with him. And, and, and I'm going to do that. I, I have uh, my, her, her number, her email. I'm going to contact her and ask her to come out to the store. He said all vape shops should be inviting their representatives to the store. And I, and I know Nick's been doing that. He's been inviting uh, his representatives to the store. And uh, he said, right. and he said, definitely invite the Democrats. You gotta, the Democrats aren't for us. You gotta get on their side. He was very vocal about getting the uh, getting the uh, Democrat, uh, especially the Democrats out there, because why? You know, as you know, Alex, the, the uh, Democrats are just not for us at all. And, oh, 
We can bring Mr. Connolly on. That is excellent. There he is, Mr. Connolly from the American I don't Vaping think Association. Can... Go ahead, Jan. No, 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 go ahead. I was going to say, I don't think you can just divide it down. Hi, Greg, how are you? Sorry. Um, I don't think you can divide it down party lines like that because there have actually been some Republicans putting vaping bills up. Go ahead. Sorry. Okay, I'm going to bring Greg on. Our friend, Mr. Connolly. I want to get his advice, too. I believe he's going to be there as well. In fact, I'm sure he's going to be there. And I love when Greg speaks. It's the greatest thing ever. Christine, you're... Hello? Hello, Hello, Mr. Connolly. Hey, Kevin. How are you, sir? We're on the air. I was just telling uh, Christine, she's one of the store owners in Connecticut, she's on with us, that she's going to get to see the... She's gonna Hi. she's gonna get to see the beauty of Gray Connolly speaking on Wednesday because it's a wonderful thing. <laughs> it really is. Oh, I've seen Greg speak. Oh, have you? Believe me. It He's is flawless, relentless. It doesn't stop. I've seen it. I've seen it. And I've seen him in action. Oh, it's great. <laughs> I love when Greg speaks. It really is. Uh thank you for joining us, Greg. I, I I know you're very, very busy, and I just have you on for a few minutes. Um, we were just discussing, you know, what's going on in Connecticut, which each of the bills means. I've got Alex on from Kassai. I've got Jan on from Kassai. I've got uh, Christine on. She's one of the store owners. And uh, I-, I would like your opinion to – I asked Jan this earlier, but I, I would like uh, to hear your opinion on this. Vapors coming on Wednesday. I think, unfortunately, a lot of them probably won't speak because, quite frankly, they're not going to know what to say. Um, or they may get nervous. Or can you give them advice on what they could possibly say or what they should be saying to the uh, legislation on Wednesday? Sure, um, and it's not necessary for vapors to speak to be effective, because what I believe uh, I am going to try to do is we are numbers probably six, seven, and eight or so on the agenda, and that doesn't always mean uh, that they're going to actually have our bills called fifth, sixth, and seventh of the day. Okay. Um, so I am thinking that if vapors uh, show up, the, the hearing starts at 1030, that I might try tomorrow to shoot out a notice that at uh, – 11, 1130, that we're going to do some sort of uh, press conference. Because I know Jeff, Jeff Steyer is going to be there from the National Center for Public Policy Research. So we could do some sort of uh, brief rally slash media availability. But if vapors do come, then a great thing is to just uh, look at these proposals, look at the most uh, heinous of them, defining e-cigs as tobacco, banning flavors, uh, lying to the public about the risks uh, with labeling and such. Uh, I think most vapors should be able to to hit on that, and you can and it can be very effective if you just go up for one minute and you make it short and sweet. Right, right, and and I was explaining that to them too because. You know, I was telling a lot of customers this week, you should really go to the hearing if you can. And I did. I had a lot tell me, I don't know what I would say. I'd say just you being there is going to make a difference. Just the numbers. We, we want numbers. We want vapors there. 
um, it, it's very, very important that they see how many people are, are opposing this and, and are against this. And, and yeah, I'm sure the media is going to be there. I'm sure they are. And, uh, you know, they're going to yeah, want you can sign in. Sorry to interrupt. You can sign in as someone who wants to speak. Mm-hmm. And then if you're called, you can just stand up and say, I heard you do oppose these bills. <laughs> I have no. Uh, and that's it. Right. Uh, it does make a difference when they see that the sign-in sheet has 25 people on it. Yes. Um, so it's a very good idea if people can make it out. Uh, there's no excuse, obviously, for business owners not to be there. But for vapors, if you can make it out, it would be great if you could. Um, you'll have an interesting time. You, don't, you won't have to sit in the hearing room for several hours. There is a nice cafeteria to sit in that I can send a feeler out to to people to come back to the room and such. Uh, So you won't have to suffer through the, uh, I believe there is a dental hygienist bill on before us (laughs) and one about uh, requiring recording in the rooms of nursing homes of those who cannot speak, I believe is is one of the bills (laughs) before us. I gotta tell you something. Last time, I, last year we went. I forgot um, there was something before us, and I was sitting in the room, and I I forgot what the bill was or what they were proposing. I don't even know what it was about, but I just remember it was pretty entertaining listening to some of the people's testimony. I mean, some of the testimony for some of the other bills is, is it, at least it was interesting to me. You know, hearing some uh some of the people speak. So, and yeah, and my favorite, my favorite from two years ago was the bill that was drafted and put in due to a old man with OCD who was very upset that public restrooms oftentimes uh, did did not have paper towel dispensers (laughs) because that meant after he washed his hands, he would have to touch the door handle to get out of the bathroom. And this was just too much. That was just too much. I I was there for that. I remember that he did. He gave this testimony and he was very upset about this and he, and, you know, so he gave this testimony how if there's no paper towels, yeah, and then I have to touch the door, my hands are dirty again. And then one of the uh, legis- health committee members said to him, well, why don't you just open the door with your foot? He says, well, what if it doesn't open that way? What if you you can't you have to pull the door open? You know, <laughs> I, I agree. <laughs> I agree with the guy because I got OCD, too. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'm all for what this guy's saying. But, uh, yeah, yeah, that was entertaining. So, yeah, again, you don't have to sit in the hearing room the whole time. Greg is right. There's a nice cafeteria there. In fact, Christine and I had lunch in there on, uh, what, Tuesday because we went and spoke to uh, Representative Godfrey. And, uh, yeah, you know, and the other thing, too, I, I want to point out, and Greg, please, please make them understand, do not vape in the building. Don't do it. I've heard people, some people this week say, oh, I'm going to go in there and blow a big cloud. I say, you better not fucking do that. Do not vape in that building. Please don't do that. that yes, is- there's no excuse to because the Connecticut legislature building, the the distance from the, the hearing room to the outside where you where there's no security that you have to go through, it's uh, probably 100 feet or so, 200 feet. So we'll all go outside at various points, yes. and we'll enjoy our vape, but do not vape in the building. 
Well, actually, Greg, now there is security. There is? <laughs> yeah, oh, there your, is. your state there just is. gets worse full and worse. Full-blown security now. <laughs> yeah, we went there the other day. There was full-blown security. There's They got everything. They got the police. They got the scan. Yeah, they just like being at the airport. So, yeah. There's I guess their experience after having one of their gun bills where 300 people showed up and they realized, yeah, maybe we don't want to don't want to not have security right yes yeah you can't enter through the parking garage through the um the the, you know the the skywalk anymore that's only for employees you actually have to go through the front entrance through the security now yep oh well we will all uh enjoy ourselves we'll date outside and it's extremely important that people show up uh kev if you want to put together a conference call uh, for tomorrow night. Uh, I'll either be driving or on an Amtrak or something. I got to let you know, mm-hmm. but um, I want to inform all the vendors that when they, I want to give them some talking points that I can develop tomorrow and also pass along the message that we need vendors to show up dressed either uh, in a suit or as they would, if they were going to a funeral, uh, Yes, I understand that many people in this industry they don't have, they they don't have professional clothing, but somebody's got some kind of clothing that they would wear if they were going to a funeral. So wear that. Yes, absolutely, I agree. I'm going to be wearing my suit that I wore the other day when we met with uh, Senator Godfrey, which I can't stand wearing, but I'm going to wear it. It's it, it, and that you know what anybody who's going to be speaking just dress appropriately. It it, it is a sign of respect. You really, really need to dress appropriately. Please don't show up in a T-shirt and jeans. And uh, just please, 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 I'm begging you. So uh, I, I will do that, Greg. I, I will uh, see if I can get the store owners together tomorrow night for a conference call. I think they would appreciate that. Um, I'm actually very lucky. I have the wonderful Jan that's going to help me put my testimony together because I don't want to go up there and sound like a fool. And uh, with the help of Jan, I will think I will be able to put together some really good testimony. So I'm lucky to have that. But uh, yeah, I will put that together uh, for tomorrow night. And I want to thank you, Greg, for coming out and speaking. I mean, that, that, that's phenomenal. I, I really I, I speak on behalf of everybody in the state of Connecticut. Thank you for coming out and doing this. I mean, we really appreciate it. You, you're great. You give great speeches and they listen to you. I think a lot of that health committee likes you and they listen to you. So that's going to help us. We'll tremendously. see. It's a new health committee. Hopefully nobody passes a long word to the hostile members that when Gregory Connolly comes up, you should just not ask questions to him. <laughs> um, but I am going to encourage the vendors again, because especially these are bills that we don't even have text of the bills. All we have is a list of 10 things that they want to do. Um, so I'm probably going to encourage the vendors again, especially due to that, to throw in that line at the end of their speech that um, I am not an expert. I am simply a store owner. So if you have any questions about substantive contents on this bill, not just my business, please ask uh, Gregory Connolly. Um, because I've been – I can talk about all aspects of the bill. It's just unfortunately, unlike last year, I can't attack the bill uh, point by point by point because we don't have the language yet, which is ridiculous, but that's the case with a lot of the bills that they're hearing today, right. or rather on Wednesday. Right. Great. Excellent. 
Thank you, Mr. Connolly, for coming on. I appreciate it. And I, sir, will see you this Wednesday. Thank you. And to give you and to give you all an idea of the week that I have ahead of me, I think, uh, well, I know Tuesday I'm going to be near D.C. in Maryland to testify before the FDA. And then I have to go to Connecticut for Wednesday. And then there's a strong possibility I'm going to return to D.C. for Thursday because there is a SITMA, uh, which is the Council of Independent Tobacco Manufacturers of America. SITMA near D.C. is having uh, for manufacturers a uh, seminar on the deeming regulation and PMTAs and substantial equivalents and such. So that's going to be a a one fun week. Wonderful. A fun filled week for you. Well, thank you. It never stops. I I know. Okay. Thank you so much for coming on, Greg. Really do appreciate it. Greg Connolly from the American Vaping Association. Thank you, sir. I'll see you Wednesday. Thank you. All right, man. All right. Hang on. Hey, everybody, we've got a phone call. Area code 202, you're on the air. Hey, what's up, Kevin? What's up? How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? All right. Uh, well, listen, I, 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 I just got out of work, you know, and I listen to, to, the, to the show almost uh, every Sunday night, and finally there's somebody on that's really, really an excellent spokesperson. Um, and I just wanted to thank Greg for, you know, for doing what he's doing. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, Gray Connolly is a superstar. I've been calling him a superstar for years because he's just, he's right, he's relentless. I mean, I. I, I is, um, is, is, is he still on the line or is he gone? Actually, yeah, he's gone. All right, because I'm in, um, I'm actually in Maryland, and if he's going to be in the area, I was just wondering if there was any way that I could, uh, you know, help out somehow. Um, yeah, what you can do, actually, is if you want to get in touch with Greg. You can go to the, I know on the uh, AVA, the American Vaping Association Twitter, it has his contact information, right. even has his number. You can give him a call. Yeah, I guess I should contact him through Twitter. That's a good idea. Yes. Anyways, I, I heard him I heard him on, like I said, I usually listen to the show, and I just uh, wanted to say a quick, a quick hey and thank you, because that, that dude does yeah, a lot of work. He does, absolutely. All right, man, well, thanks for calling in. All right, have a good night. All right, man, later. Okay. All right. So have I gotten everything, Christine? Are we missing anything here? Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. There's, uh, so, <laughs> there's so much. I could ramble probably for like I know, five no, hours. I know. I, I, I do. I think we got it all. I think um, we- I mean, I think you touched on, you touched on all bases. Yep. I, I just, I think... I think um, what Jan was saying earlier, this, this, this really, I mean, um, mostly there are Democrats that have been endorsing this so far, but there are Republican names on this that are, that are endorsing it as well. So, I mean, it is definitely a bipartisan attack towards, you know, against our industry. Um, I do know that J.R. Simowitz is, is, I have had correspondence with him and he has been very helpful and and he he has had a very positive attitude towards our industry and i just i i think i think a lot of what they're asking on here and i've heard this from multiple sources i think a lot of this vague, the vague bullet points of this bill like you said there aren't there aren't really any specifics here i think a lot of those points are concessions and i think at the end of the day it's about money 
Yep. And I think I, I think a lot of this is going to fall to the wayside, and and be a moot issue as this all unfolds and as as the the verbiage is is, is added in there. Um, you know, I also heard it's all been said. Any bill that's proposed, you know, to our Connecticut legislator seems to start off simple and stupid like this, and they call it the Christmas tree effect, where it starts off, you know, you put the damn tree in the middle of your living room, and you look at it, and you put the lights on it, and then you look at it for a little while longer, and then as the kids come in, and next thing you know, the tree is covered with tons of ornaments, you know, and and those are the words of the bill, that just as the bill goes through these different committees, and it keeps getting changed and added to, and then this one has that opinion, I mean, you're talking about a bunch of legislators with a bunch of opinions, some educated, some not, you know, and as that Christmas tree effect takes place, you know, this bill may look nothing like this in two weeks from now. You know, who knows what this is going to look like in two weeks from now? Right. Well, I think that we've assembled a small army and I think we're going to represent on Wednesday and uh, we're certainly not going to go down without a fight. I'll tell you that. And so far, I, I, a positive thing is we've been fighting this for the past two, three years in Connecticut, and we've pretty much won every battle. So hopefully the winning streak continues. I, I think a better word than fighting is educating. I think people, people, you know, the whole formaldehyde thing, that whole junk science that people just jumped on board and panicking over, oh, my gosh, formaldehyde, those are bad for you. You know, it's about educating people about truth. And I, I mean, frankly, Kevin, at the end of the day, if what we're selling to people is really harming them, my God, I want to know that. I don't want to harm anyone. You know, I, I certainly don't want to harm anyone. So I think what we need to do is educate people, let time pass, let, let the actual long-term research studies occur, you know, get to the truth of it. It took 50 years of research to get where we are today regarding cigarette smoking, you know, and knowing all the hazards of it. You know, we're, we're in the infant stages of vaping, you know, and as of now, I, I personally have not heard of any science that states anything dangerous yet. I, I, I haven't, and, and not that I claim to know everything, but I, I simply have not heard of anything that states any legitimate dangers of what we're doing. So, Well, well I, I look at this I, as, you know, as, as a fight. Think, I look at this as a battle because... Uh, Mr. Godfrey not only wants to make my e-liquid extremely unaffordable, he wants to take away all flavors, and he wants me to lose my job. So I'm not too happy with Mr. Godfrey. As far as I'm concerned, we're at war. <laughs> so I'm looking at it. He wants to fuck my life. If he wants to be smoking cigarettes again, he wants me to lose my job. Um, I, I am not happy with Mr. Godfrey at all, and the least bit. And he started it. I didn't do anything. He started this. So now he started it. I'm going to finish it. That's how I look at it. Well, Greg Connolly certainly is the best to educate the Public Health Committee. Yes, he is. That's for sure. I mean, we have one of the best on our team that will be there with factual data, you know, and he, he definitely presents it better than I ever could in a million years. So he, he is very well versed and he will present factual data very well, very concisely to, to these committee members, you know, and they will get a very good schooling on, on what's going on here. So I just keep my fingers crossed and pray that they're going to absorb some factual data and you apply common sense and that this, this outcome will be in our favor. And I want to thank Alex for all the work he's doing 
Alex has the most thankless job in the world. Um, if I was Alex, I would have gone out of my fucking head by now. I really would have. I, I don't know how he keeps it together, but he somehow does. Uh, it, it really is. You know, I, 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 last time I saw Alex was at uh, VaporCon, right, mm-hmm. in yeah. Virginia. And I saw poor Alex sitting there, wanting, just waiting, waiting. Somebody come and, and ask me, what can, I, what can I do? Ask me some, for some information. We're here. We're here. We want and people just walking by him like, like I, I couldn't believe it. I think out of a thousand people that walked by Alex, maybe 10 fucking gave a shit. That's a big fucking problem. I would have went out of my head. I would have walked up and said, you know what? Fuck all you. <laughs> really? Why am I doing this? I'm fighting for, for you guys to, to continue to vape. And, and, and we're doing, I'm doing all this work for nothing, mind you, for nothing. And you're just going to walk by me. You can't even fucking look at him and say thank you. You know, next time Alex is at an event, this is for all vapors out there because all vapors, a lot of vapors listen to this. Next time you see Kassa and Alex at an event, even if you don't want any information or you want to learn how to, 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 to fight to, to, to keep vaping going, if, if you just want to be a dick and not care, the least you can do is go up and say, Alex, thank you. Thank you, Alex. Thank you for everything you do. At least do that. That's a, you could do that little fucking bit. Poor guy. <laughs> I feel well, bad I for him. Alex, I think Alex and Jan, what Kassar is doing is amazing. Oh, and, and, and Jan, Jan's the most unappreciated person, too. Fantastic. Not only is Jan doing this stuff helping Kassar, you know, she's doing her show every week, and she's exposing all this bullshit that's going on with our government, and she's the most uh, unthanked person as well, too, for Christ's sakes. Oh, it's terrible. I think I, I, think I get slightly more sleep than Jan. Um, I, I I don't know how she keeps doing what she's. I don't doing. know. I think um, Jan's up like <laughs> I think Jan's up like all night, like just <laughs> reading and researching. And I, I don't but, know. I, I don't think Jan gets any sleep. I mean, I, I don't know how she does it. I really don't. Um, but I, I will say, uh, we do get very heartfelt thank yous from time to time. And, and it's very much appreciated. And, and I do at other events. I think VaporCon was kind of an anomaly. Um, you know, we get plenty of people that come up and say thank you. And, and it's, uh, it's, it's just great to talk to people. But um, I, I will say, you know, I think a lot of people just don't know. It's, it's not, I, I, I don't want to downplay the apathy. It's certainly an issue. But, you know, I think a lot of people had the same reaction that, I had when I first found these products, which was, you know, wow, this is amazing. This is so great. I can quit smoking now. And, and the first thing that runs through your head is I don't have to listen to doctors tell me to quit smoking anymore. I don't have to be judged by friends and family or strangers on the street. This is great. And how could there be any issue with this? Uh, and so, you know, when you're in an event and you see an advocacy table at a vaping event, you're, you know, two weeks into this whole thing. I can only imagine that people look at that and say, "What? Why would? There, why would there be any political issue with this?" Um, and you know, there's tons of smokers out there that just, you know, have kind of rolled over and accepted the bans and accepted the taxes and have sort of, you know, just taken it on the chin because, well, you know, we're dirty smokers; we deserve the punishment. Um, and I don't know; it's somehow that that factors into all of this, and and you know, people just don't know. People can't fully appreciate, I think, the the larger tobacco war 
And, uh, you know, I, I've said it a couple of times, you know, we're, we're being treated like any other drug. The, the, this, this, this war on vaping, the war on tobacco harm reduction is really nothing short of an expansion of the drug war. Right. And, and you know what, though, Alex, I do also that there's a huge online community with a ton of vapors, tens of thousands of vapors that are very active on it. I think a lot of them do know they just don't want to bother with it. Their attitude is, oh, somebody else will do it. Uh, when's the next cloud competition? Oh, when, when's the, the best? When's the newest dripper coming out? It's, it's like they're not. I think here in the United States. And this is with uh, all Americans, as far as I'm concerned, they're going to wait till it's too late, until it's gone. And they're going to go, oh, what happened? Oh, well, what, what can we do? And then it's too late. I, I, you know, I, do see, I think that Europe is a lot more active when it comes to this stuff than we are in the United States. I don't know why that is. I don't know. Maybe they care more. I, maybe they're smarter. I, have no fuck, I don't know what the fuck it is. Well, I think it's actually a lot more visible there. Can, can I um, it's, it's, you know, there, um, and actually someone else might be, but Jan might be able to speak better to this. I don't know. But I mean, I, I, I had the opportunity to go to the uh, e-cigarette summit in London yep. uh, at the end of last year. And, you know, the apathy is just as big of a problem over there, if not worse. Um, you know, they had a year to gather uh, well, it was a million signatures, but um, which obviously the odds are kind of stacked against them there. Yep. But, uh, you know, just to kind of oppose the TPD and uh, they didn't even come close. Um, and it's, you know, just the, the way that the legislative process works in the various countries and in the, the greater European Union, uh, it, it really is very difficult for them to engage people in a political action. Uh, and so a lot of their activity has to take place from, you know, in a more sort of PR type of, of vein. It's, it's, a, it's a battle that's fought in the press, not necessarily in a, in a committee hearing or something. They just don't have that opportunity like we do. Yep. Well, I think we've pretty much got everything out that I wanted to get out. I want to thank you, Alex. Thank you for thank coming you. on. I really do appreciate it. I know you're very, very busy. Uh, Jan? Are you there? Yes. Thank I'm you. Here. Thank you, Jan. I thank you on behalf of the entire vaping community. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't do it if I didn't care, and I wouldn't do it if I didn't want to. I know, but oh. it, it, I, 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 as well as all vapors, appreciate what you do. We really do. And uh, thank you. Thank you guys for coming on. Thank you, Kevin. And uh, thanks for thanks for doing what you're doing in Connecticut. And uh, and I I wish you the best of luck continuing to get the vendors organized there. Yes. And thank you for uh, taking such quick action on that Connecticut call to action that that's just I I greatly thank you for that. It's just been a wonderful tool to have that. And uh, it's greatly appreciated. I will thank you on behalf of all vapors in the state of Connecticut. I represent them all. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Alex, we'll talk to you later. Thanks. All right, thanks. All right, Jan, we will talk to you later. Thank you, Jan. Okay, good night. Bye-bye. And Christine? 
Are you there? Yes. Kevin. We will continue to follow. I am here. We will continue. It has been such a joy to have April and Christine be as passionate about this. It, it, it really is. You two have just been phenomenal. You really have. Both of you have. And thank you. I will thank you on behalf of all vapors in the state of Connecticut because I represent them. Well, Kevin, you know, thank you, too. <laughs> I think I think we're all cut from the same cloth, you know. We all have these mouths on us, and I think we each bring a very important perspective to the table, and I think as a team, we really are a force to be reckoned with. And I, I think we're really going to accomplish something with yes. this. The way, the way it, it, it really has come together flawlessly. I know you're still frustrated and wanted perfection yesterday, but this really has flawlessly come together in a very short period of time, and and we are really on the road to success here. I, I'm I'm really feeling it in my deep in my gut, like it's that vibe thing. Like I just know it, I know it. It's, it's happening, it's working. We're all getting on board, and I just think that you and I, along with all the other people that have involved in these many conference calls and meetings, that it's going to make a difference. Our hard work is going to pay off. We will reap the fruits of our labor. In the form of all sorts of flavored e-juice, my friend. Yes. And for any vendor, I know vendors across the country listen to this. If there's any vendors out there that have any questions um, about how we managed to put this together in such a short period of time, or you want any information or anything, you can email me, kevin at vplivenetwork.com. Um, and I can just pretty much break down what I did on the show tonight. But, you know, I could break down for you pretty much what we did. And uh, it's worked out really well. And, you know, hopefully other vendors in other states can get the same thing going. And I do want to say something to vendors. This is very important. Listen to me. Even if you don't have any legislation that's like coming up right now, get together with your vendors and get a lobbyist right now. Don't wait. Don't wait until, oh, God, something comes up and you're fucking scampering around. Do it now. That is best thing you can do right now i know dimitri's been saying that forever dimitri's absolutely right get a goddamn lobbyist right now don't wait that is very 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 important christine i will see you on wednesday and thank you for joining us it's been very nice of you it's been very pleasant thank you for having me (laughs) all right we'll talk to you later thanks have a good night all right bye okay bye-bye and that's the show that's what it is. Listen, I know we usually have fun and Dino's on and, oh, we have a good old time, blah, 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 blah. But this week, I had to get serious. And really, I'm going to be honest, I did this show for the uh, Connecticut Vapors and Connecticut Vendors so they know what's going on and, and, and to help them out. I mean, I'm using my airtime to do this to get information out to them and to any vendors out there actually across the country who, you know, want to maybe hear what we did and maybe they can implement that themselves. Who knows? But that's the way it is. Hang on. I'll see if he's there real quick. I'll give you five more minutes. It's only 1030. Five minutes and I'm done. I'm out of here. That's it. Oh, and I got a new e-liquid too. It's called Tricks. <laughs> I love that fucking Tricks. If you haven't tried it, I think it's T-R-I-K-Z. Tricks, shit's fucking good. I love it, I love it, I love it. Hello? Holy crap, Ola. There he is. 
I said they could only. Are we on? On the, are we on the air? Yeah, I said they could only have you for five minutes. That's it. Hold on, I gotta. I gotta put my headphones on. I was doing a serious show tonight. So no need for me then. Well, you know, people want to hear fun and games and da 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 da. da and you know what? There's one fucking night where it's not. My goddamn uh, e-liquids in jeopardy. My jobs in jeopardy, and uh, I I I want to do a serious show about. You know, getting vapors together and vendors and fighting and what we got to do on Wednesday. And that's that's what's important to me right now. Not, All right. Worst not, case scenario, you go get your paper route back. Yeah, <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> no, we ain't going anywhere, man. This uh, uh, we're, we're, we're fight. We've come together. We really have. These vendors have come together and we're, we're, we're doing pretty good. I think we're doing very well. Hey, you going to uh, Niagara to that ECC thing? I am probably going to go there. I understand they added a day. Now, I understand there's going to be a Saturday. If there is a Saturday, I will probably fly in Saturday morning and spend the day and then come back Saturday evening. What is that, like a 30-minute flight? (laughs) Yeah, I I flew to Buffalo one time. It was like 25 minutes, a half hour. Yeah. So, I mean, Niagara Falls is right there, right? Uh, I think so. I'm pretty sure it is. I've never been there before, but I know it's – I know – yeah – I know it's in that area. I don't. I don't know if I want to go. I. Well, we had um, Cisco and I and Effie uh, met with uh, the guys from ECC and VPX yep. uh, Monday night. We had dinner with them, mm-hmm. and uh, they're trying to get everybody on East Coast to come up. So yeah, I know. Well, not just East Coast. They're bringing certain vape celebrities in too so i mean really what vape celebrities are I, I don't know if i can say <laughs> because i don't know if they if they announced it yet or not i'm not sure if they i don't think they announced it yet but i will say that there will be certain vape celebrities going <laughs> going to going i don't know i just i'm not fucking driving it's like us emio's se- flying in from greece yeah emio <laughs> It's like an eight-hour drive. I ain't fucking drive. And I, oh, I, I'm not driving. It, I'm going to tell you right now. If I got to drive there, I ain't going. Yeah. No, I, I ain't doing that. No and fucking way am I driving eight hours. I don't know. I'll fly up. I mean, what the hell could it cost for a fly for 45 minutes? Uh, 200 hours? I'll, I'll definitely do that. Yeah, it wouldn't be that much. I, I don't know. I have to. I got to think about it. I don't, I don't know if I want to go. I'd like to go to one of these... You know, ECC events. Yeah, I want to go to the one in California. I don't want to go to something in Niagara Falls. I, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I'll see. I'll see. We'll see. I talked to, yeah, because I talked to CJ about it the other day. I, I don't know. We will see. I had, we had dinner with uh, Steve. You want to talk about vape celebrities? <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Who was it? <laughs> you know, Freddie uh, from APV. Okay, yeah. Uh, I don't I don't know how to say his last name. I'm not even going to attempt to say it. Mm. Uh, Super J uh, and Andy Hahn, three top dogs in the game. Oh shit! Yeah, look at that, huh? They they ate like fucking animals. The three of them. Did they realize that they were having dinner with a top dog? No. <laughs> I, we had to explain it to them. No. no, no, they were really great. We had a good time. We had a lot of laughs. Yep. Well, that's good. A lot of laughs. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if they tried to get me, they tried to get me, get a picture of me with, with one of them flat brim hats. Yep. I curved it and they all got all pissed off. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I wore my hat like a man. 
Yeah, yeah, you know, I, I, I went through that too when I, when I first when when we first opened up the store, um, you know, we got the hats in, and I took one of my hats and you know I, I bent the rim, and they go, "What are you doing?" I said, "I'm fixing my hat so I can wear it." They're like, "No, no, no you don't do it that way. You just you, you leave it flat. And you put it on." I said, "I'm not 15 years old." I said, "I'm not doing that." I, they said, "But the funny thing how- is, is that all these guys that are wearing these hats like this, some of them are in their 40s." And yeah, you know, not for they're pushing it. Yeah, I mean, I, I said, I, I said, number one, it looks ridiculous. I'm like an idiot like that. I said, I, 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 I said, we're not in California. Here we bend our hats. Yeah. <laughs> you know? They tried to let me make lead the tags on it and everything. I said, get the fuck out. Oh of here. yes, the other thing they told me too. You got There was a sticker. You got to leave the sticker on it. I'm not fucking leaving the sticker on it. What are you crazy? I said, might as well leave the price tag on your shirt. <laughs> yeah, that's the right. <laughs> leave all the tags hanging off and shit. <laughs> yeah. I, I wasn't about to do that. I, you know, I got to tell you something. Though. I'm going to talk about this next week, but I got this Heracles tank. Who? The Heracles tank. You haven't seen the it? What is that? No. Heracles tank. It's a. Uh, it's like uh, Atlantis, except uh, you could put 70 watts to it. Oh yes, I heard about it. Yes. Oh, oh, it's wonderful. It's Every wonderful. Every day there's something wonderful coming. I'm. Te- well, listen. I was explaining on the last show that I couldn't use my Sophia in my Kanger because when well, we had 420 on because it, it, it just I get burnt taste because it's so thick. It's an 85 VG 15 PG and it doesn't work in the Atlantis either. Any high, really high VG juices don't work in those tanks. I just I couldn't get it to flow. So we got these in and I was asking the guys, I'm like, can you use like a high VG? And one of the guys told me I'm using 95 VG in mine right now, and it, no problems at all. So I'm like, all right. And I got one, and holy shit, they're right. It, it, it's it's phenomenal. It is phenomenal. Now, does that mean you can't vape it at like 30 or 40 watts? Or no, you can't. I'm vape, right now. I'm vaping it at 40 watts. Uh huh. And uh, it's wonderful. But it's like it, it, it's it's like barely warm. I mean, if you put it on a Segeli, you, you put like 70 watts to it, and the thing just hits like a champ. It works uh-huh. really good. We also got the high voltage tanks in. Now, those you can go higher. You can go to about 80, 90 watts. Fuck that. I want to go 300 watts. Yeah. <laughs> and those also come. Now, the thing with the high voltage, which is cool, is it comes not just with a 0.5 coil. It comes with a 0.2 coil. And right now, the Heracles only comes with 0.5 coils. But but they're coming out with 0.2 coils for the Heracles. So, Cisco and I are working on a new... Uh tank that takes um pre-built coils mm-hmm. we're calling it the the hard short tank hard short tank yeah it's just a hard short there's no resistance you you you, you as soon as you hit the battery the battery explodes <laughs> the battery <laughs> it's called the hard short yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh shit People are going to be calling me now. Where's the hard short coming out? <laughs> right. No, I, I really do like it, though. I, I, it's, it's, I don't use my orchid anymore. Orchid's been put away. Oh, I still use the orchid. Not me. Not after I got this. It's really? It. Yep, it's replaced it. I am totally fine with it. I, I, it's, and it's a pre-built coil. Yep, it's a pre-built coil. What See, I am- I'm like a doomsday prepper. I don't want any... Anything that's going to that I have to buy, yep. You know, I want to use my wick and my wire, and that's it. Well, what I have been doing was you can use Atlantis coils on this tank; they fit. So I've been playing around all day with rebuilding an Atlantis coil with a hot wire 
and uh, my special cotton, and uh, I'm I'm getting there. <laughs> I'm not. What's there. the cotton you're using now? Unicorn Maine. <laughs> yeah. I'm not there yet. I'm getting close. I mean, I I actually got it to work. Uh, Why well, you can't get it with a rebuildable section? Uh, the Heracles, no. no, no, it doesn't come with no. Uh, Put the link into the chat to this Heracles. I'm curious to see it. Uh, let me see. Heracles tank. H-E-R-A-K-L-E-S tank. There it is. Heracles tank. Heracles by sense. This is it. This is the Heracles by sense. I'll put sense? It, yeah, I'll put it in the chat. And the coils that are... Who sells the coils? Is this company Sense that's making uh, the coils? Y- you know that that's the fucking fucked up thing. I was <laughs> I went to go like I I said, are we getting coils in for replacement coils? And they're like, oh, they're you know they're not here yet. So I went online to look for replacement coils for this because I wanted to order some, and uh, I could only find one vendor that has them, and they're sold out of them. Right. So yeah, and, and then I see that they're coming out with the point twos. So I, I really want to get the point two coils, but what I'm going to do for now is um, I'm good. Like I said, I'm going to rebuild an Atlantis coil, use some hot wire, and use my cotton and uh, get that to work. I almost got it working. I just put too much cotton in it, but yeah, I'm, I'm just going to. You see, that's why I, I'm not really turned on by these tanks, is because now it's just you know you got to search for the friggin' refill t- the coils which i'm not digging yeah that sucks and it's with all of them i mean even the uh, high voltage tanks we got those in too those sold out in like a day and you mm. can't get the fucking coils it's yes. like why do they put out the fucking tank and then they should put the coils same time they put out the tank and they don't do that so and what sucks is i have one coil and uh we took it apart yesterday because i was gonna see if one of the guys at the store could rebuild it and you can't so now i only have one coil left and as soon as this coil goes I'm, I'm, I have none, so that's why I'm going to be re- rebuilding to try to get one to work. But, Or you'll be back to the orchid. Or I'll be back to the orchid. That's right. But I do like this tank. I really do. I think it's good. I got a feeling this year is going to be a crazy year for uh, new stuff. This it's, year- it's growing and growing. I mean, every day, every week, you see something new. This year, the, by the uh, mark my words, by the end of the year... By the end of the year, the dripper is going to slowly start to die. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why it's going to die. Not completely, but definitely a lot less people will be using it. Because people are dripping, number one, they want to get the best flavor. Number two, they want to get the best vapor. I think you got that flipped, but go ahead. Well, whatever. Number three, they want they, they like the heat. That's put off a dripper. They can build a low ohm coil, get you know nice heat to it, nice flavor, nice vapor. They want these three things. They're making these tanks now. These Heracles, the Arctic, the uh, high voltage. Uh, there's another one. I can't think of the fucking name. They're making these tanks now where you can put a lot of wattage to them. And you're getting that heat that you want, the great flavor that you want, the great vapor, the, the being able to use the uh, low milligram nick and still get a nice throat hit. They're producing, they're not there yet, but I'd say by summer, they're going to have these tanks that are producing a drip type vape without having to build coils and drip anymore. That's coming. And when that comes, a lot of people are going to stop dripping and they're going to start using these tanks. Drippers aren't going to fully die. 
because you do have people that just simply enjoy building. And the people that enjoy building are going to drip no matter what. They just like making coils. They really enjoy it. But a lot of people do it because they just want to get that, that, that type of ape. And now that you have tanks that can do that, why? Why are you going to go through the hassle of building coils? Listen, I don't like building coils. I do it because I want a really good vape. And now with stuff like this um, and with what's going to be coming, it's, I think it's phenomenal to have to build coils. I, I, I love it. I love it. And it's going to – drippers are slowly going to die off. It's definitely getting interesting. Yes. Yes, it is. You know, I wanted to t- mention something. Uh, I got this fucking echo again. Um, last week you had that guy that recorded message you got. Yes. And he was giving you shit about um, how you were calling them stupid and mm-hmm. idiots and shit like that. Yep. And then if you listen, I, re- I listened to that again. And he, he said in the in the recording, I'm not some knobber or knob head or whatever the hell yep. that does a point one ohm coil. So he just called them a knob head too. Right. In his recording. Right. That's fucking pretty hypocritical, don't you think? I think so. actually we got an email about him uh this week and someone said that he needs his own show. Oh really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got an email, someone said Hey, that British guy that called and needs his own needs. You need to give him his own show. Friday nights are open. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was yeah. You're right. He's a hypocrite. Yep. A lot of those out there. So uh, yeah, I think that's it. All right. So you guys got a little bit of Dino. People got so depressed. Oh, we're gonna be serious. Talk about activism and there's no Did, Dino. Come on, da, da, really? Da, da. Yeah, what? they get bent. Listen, we got some shit going on here. I wanted to use my airtime to educate. I posted it all over the Connecticut Facebooks and everywhere. You know, we're going to be doing this show because I want them to hear it. I want vendors to hear. We got to go to this hearing on Wednesday. We're getting busy. We got to get down to business. So you actually spam the show? Uh, yes, I did on wow. the Connecticut uh, Facebook pages uh. because I wanted vapors there to listen so they don't show up fucking blowing clouds in the fucking legislation building and. And, you know, oh, you know, I just I I want to a lot of them don't know what to do. A lot of them are afraid to go because they don't want to speak. I just wanted to get all this information out. I want to have Christine on because Christine is phenomenal. She really is. She's just been helping me and she's just been a great help. I mean, you know, she's she's done a lot. She got us the meeting with the fucking representative asshole that brought up all this legislation in the first place. So, Mm -hmm. uh you know, I just wanted to 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 do that, and I didn't. If the listeners don't like it, I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> what are you people gonna learn? I don't care. <laughs> so that's just the way it is. Glad it all worked out for you. But you know, I it, listen. I was nice, and they got a little bit of Dino tonight, so oh, they can't God. complain that much. They wanted you, so they don't give a fuck about me. They wanted you. They wanted Dino. <laughs> Yeah, all right. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> One week without you, oh my God, it's the end of the world. Jeez. That's why I don't want my own email. Yeah. Oh, no, no. I wouldn't either. I can imagine you having your own email. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I got. I get messages. This is the greatest thing. People saying the marquee, it's leaking. So if you got if you got a marquee that's leaking, what would you think the problem is? 
Uh, I'm putting too much juice in it. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. So that's the answer I give. I want to make that public. Yep. If your marquee is leaking, you're putting too much juice in right. it. Right. There was a few times where my marquee was leaking, and I was putting too much juice in it. That's usually the problem. And then I, what I did was I realized that. I'll even help these people. See, I realized I was putting too much juice in it, so then I started like playing around. Like Instead of putting nine drips, I would put eight drips. And then it go. It makes a big yeah, difference. Then if it's still leaked, then I go, okay, I'll put seven drips. <laughs> and then what I figured out was seven drips works for me. So if I put seven drips, it wouldn't leak anymore. Problem solved. Mike said Mike said to me one time, he says, you got to make a, 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 a dripper with a really big uh, juice well. I says, maybe you just need to go buy a tank. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Unbelievable. Anyway. All right. So we're just going to bed. You got lucky. Oh, I got lucky. Mm-hmm. Actually, the, the audience got lucky. They got very, very lucky. They were uh, they were having, do you know, withdrawals. <laughs> I'm very flattered. Yes. So, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to end it anyway. I'm done. I got to start writing my testimony and. Ah, uh, I got so much stuff to do tomorrow. I got one fucking day off a week, and it's not even a goddamn day off because I got all this shit I got to do, and it's like I don't even have a day off at all. But whatever. It is what it is. Well, good luck with that Wednesday, buddy. Yes, thank you. Well, we are going to fight. We are going to win. We're not going to put up with their shit. I'm going to walk in there and say, this is horse shit. <laughs> That's my testimony. <laughs> this is horse shit. Thank you very much. All right, we will see you uh, next week. I think, I, I'm not going to guarantee, but I think we're going to have the vaping genius. So, study. Okay. <laughs> All righty. All right, man. I'll talk to you All later. Right. Good night. All right, that's it. That's all she wrote. Monday, 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You have Jan with Anti-Nanny with Ravengrim. Tuesday, you may or may not, (laughs) you never know, have Russ with ClickBang. Wednesday, you have Dimitri with Smoke Free Radio. Thursdays, you have the lovely Jeannie K with Anti-Nanny with Ravengrim and Sunday, or Anton Annie, with the GDK show. The GDK show. God damn it. I've lost my mind. I'm spent. I'll be back next Sunday. That's it. I'm ending this. I am out. Good night. I'm done. Can't do this anymore. See you next week. <laughs>